Shalom everybody, we're continuing with our discourse, Rav Nosson's discourse, Likut HaLachot, Nefilat HaPayim, in section Orachayim, the laws of falling one on one's face, paragraph uh, number two, discourse number four, paragraph number two. At this point now, Rav Nosson, amazingly, outside of what Rabbi Nachman explains in the Kutir Moran 24, he shows how the whole tikkun, rectification of the mind, in order to be able to receive the infinite is specifically through simcha. It's amazing because the idea of nefilat apayim is confession and brokenheartedness. But even that, even that, Rav Nosen explains, is for joy. The reason why we do nefilat apayim, uh, go down on our face and, and descend ourselves into the depths of the klipot, is in order to be happy. It's the opposite of what you th- what you would have thought. We're trying. To, it's it's a, it's a sad part of the davening. It's a brokenheartedness. We're going down. It's serious, and yet its purpose is to be happy. So at this point, of Nosim takes the goal, the goal of the nefilat apayim, which is to read the, reach the infinite light, but which can only be perceived when a person's mind is settled. The settling and collectingness of the structuring of the mind and that that's the key for perceiving the infinite light so he shows how it's connected to Simcha on a simple level now besides the proofs that Rabbi Nachman brings in lesson 24 here Rav Nosen shows how it works he says like this Rav Nosen Ki ikar tikkun because the main way a person can fix his mind that it should be structured, organized, collected, and settled is specifically through joy. This is amazing. Because what is the settling of the mind? The settling of the mind and the organizing of the mind is the way we perceive the Keter. First of all, it's done by the Keter, the highest above the Sfirot. The Keter bashes back, pushes back, bounces back the person. So he has a chance to organize and collect his mind. Because always the person's attitude is always trying to advance, 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 advance. And here, boom, they stop and push him back. So he can reevaluate, collect, organize his mind. This is done to the Keter. And he says, anyways, of Nosim, the Keter also is the source of joy. The sphere of the, the this above the tenth sphere called Keter is anyways the source of joy. And that's what's causing the mind to be misader meyashev in order to come to Simcha. Rav Nosen's proof, a verse from Yeshaya, Isaiah chapter 35, verse 10. Amazing. And the joy of the world is on their heads. He's, Rav Nosen's proof to this is the joy of the world is on their heads. Al Rosham Daika, specifically on the head. What's normally on the head? A crown, which is Keter. This is the idea of the Keter, which is above the mind, the brain, which is where the intellect is located. And he explains now, Rav Nosen. Fine, all these proofs. Amazing. Because what is joy? Joy expands the mind. And when the mind is expanded through joy, they have the strength, the capacity to endure and to hold, to capacitate 
that which they perceive, the mind perceives from the infinite light, without destroying the barrier, without passing the barrier with too much light and exploding, being able to receive it in a constricted format, which is handable, okay? But sadness and depression, God forbid, it constricts the mind, the, the knowledge, the wisdom, the da'at, until it's too small to contain within it this light. That's why sadness is not a vehicle to receiving the infinite light. You need simcha. Okay, it's, it's a training here. Right? Amazing. And when a person, God forbid, has sadness, where it's a constriction of the mind, he cannot, then he can't even handle even a little bit of the sparks of light that they shine to him. Even the little bit of light he can't handle. He blows up because he's, he's, he's sad. He doesn't have happiness. Amazing what he's saying here. The psychology of Nosson is going through is phenomenal. And even a little bit of light can cause such a person who has sadness, hasn't yet built the kalim through joy. He can damage and ruin the boundary, passing it, God forbid, and exploding, and not having the ability to receive the, 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 even a little bit of the infinite light. That's why Rav Nosen says, The main way for a person to perceive God, perceive godliness, he has to work on the joy. As opposed to what? As opposed to the opinion and the attitude of accomplishment. More Torah, more Torah, more Torah, more Torah. Where are you putting all that Torah? Where's your Simcha? Do you have a strong enough vessel of Simcha? You better. Because if you don't, then when you get to, to the Keter and you get bounced back, if you don't have a strong Simcha to, to, to reorganize and strengthen and, and recollect and settle the mind, then you cannot perceive the infinite light. So that when they send you some light, you blow up. You can't handle it. Unbelievable what he's saying here. That's why the main perception of anything is through joy. Like it says in the Gemara, it's a Gemara, what it says in the Gemara Shabbat, page 30b, you can see there. Rav Nosson's quoting pieces of the Gemara. The Gemara says, it lists six things. The Shekhinah does not dwell upon a person, it doesn't dwell upon a person when he has sadness, rather when he has joy. The full Gemara reads, by the way, it's like this, it lists six items. The second one being Atzvut. Unbelievable. That the divine presence does not dwell upon a person through heaviness, laziness, not through sadness, not through joking, like lightheaded joking, and not through lightheadedness, and not through talking unnecessary talk. And not think, not also, not through uh, useless talk, only through a simcha of the mitzvah. And Rav Nosim took from this Gemara, he pulled out the words needed for this idea. Which is our topic, because that's a true simcha we said already in the name of the Al Sheikh. Simcha is only associated with simcha of a mitzvah. The Gemara reads, according to how Rav Nosson is reading it, the Divine Presence does not rest upon a person if he has sadness, only through joy. And that's, he's calling Simcha being the, the, the Malchut elevated all the way up until it hits the ends of the infinite light, giving back a person that feedback. So Rav Nosson's point again, that one needs joy in order to have 
a divine presence rests on him, which in other words, when Nelson's interpreting, getting the ability to receive the infinite light on himself. Amazing.